Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. It's Bianca Chatfield. Here's a preview of what's coming up. I was watching the Brownlow and it's always something that I enjoy watching. I enjoy seeing the dresses and they all say, ask them more questions. Ask them questions about their careers. Ask her more. And I'm like, it just made me feel really uncomfortable. The Thinker Girls. Hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. (laughs) The Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello. We are glad to be chitty chatting to you this week. That is for sure. Oh, my God. We we are two radio chicks. You can hear our show um, on the Kiss Network and on the Mix Brands on Brisbane and Adelaide uh, every single night from 7 till 9. But it's been a manic, manic week. And mm-hmm. I wanted to share with you guys because um, when we got the show, I'm not going to say that our baby necessarily was resented. Our baby is this podcast yes, we're talking about. Yes. Um, but at the same time, obviously time became of the essence. So we were much, much busier. And today I feel so relieved mm-hmm. that we are still here, still doing this. I'm actually getting a bit emotional because there's just changes and lots of things go up and down. And, and even with the show, the show's evolving and taking its own little little way. But this podcast has stayed, stayed the, the same. same. It's been the one yep. constant in our lives for the last almost three years. Yeah, and it is it is a really nice feeling to sit down. You kind of feel like you're at home. Mm-hmm. There's no like thought process or like meetings about it or different takes or what's your vibe on this or what can we add or what it's just like what is what so is I'm, on your mind say it so look well, to be really honest with you at the beginning of the year we had to sit down and go do we want to still do this like our dream was to kind of expand and extend and and we went no we do and we just wanted to change it up a little bit so we changed the intro around I don't know if you noticed um and then <laughs> I don't um, know that anybody probably yeah. there's that phone ring at the start yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then really and it's just us talking shit with another inspiring woman that that's was really it. it's right you're right yeah. but it, but I'm just feeling today mega grateful and relieved that we didn't say it's too much and we stuck with it and we're still here doing the show. See, because at the beginning of the year, I feel like it was like a toddler, like the baby was terrible twos because you were like, I love them, but it's semi-annoying and it's a lot. It felt like we're repeating things a bit. Mm. Like it was a bit tricky to find our feet and find what we wanted to do on the show. The radio show and the the podcast podcast as well and videos and other stuff. I don't know, your brain's kind of like... A bit spent. But it's all starting mm, to compartmentalise and, and today I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, we're very happy to be joined by this particular chickadee who has joined us, I wonder how long ago that was, about a year ago you reckon on well, the podcast? Well, on the side we started to work together on all I know. On things that didn't happen but you never know, you mm, never bloody know. Mm. Um, but this particular woman is just an absolute superstar, has her very own radio show now which we'll let her t- talk about a little bit more um, and is a mega, mega success. She's done an entrepreneur, started a book, uh, which will give you all the links and all the details to Bianca. But we are talking about Bianca Chatfield, uh, who joins us on the line. Hey, Bianca. Hey, guys. I'm so 
happy to be back. Oh. Yay, so nice to have you on the now, show. Now, fill us in, tell us all the details on the new radio show, please, um, so oh everybody gosh. can hear if they're in Melbourne. My life has done an absolute 180 since we probably spoke last and I retired from netball and then, you know, was writing this book and then all of a sudden this radio show came out of nowhere and, and Stace, I spoke to you before about how I love radio and I was so excited for you girls to have your opportunity. Um, and the Glenn Wheatley, who everyone would know as being, you know, huge in the entertainment industry and is John Farnham's manager. Yep, and yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. He approached me because he wanted to do a sports, a national sports, Radio is it station. national? I'm sorry, I didn't realise that. Yeah, it's national, but it's uh, digital. So okay, it's yep, yep, all yep. on digital platform. Um, and yeah, and so he said, you know, we want to give you an opportunity. We need a female voice on there. Um, I think you'd be great. And, and anyway, there I am, breakfast radio. I do 7 to 10 every day, um, weekdays, and just loving it. Like, yeah, I it's so good. Love. I was so scared about working full time, which is a bit ridiculous because as an athlete, you even though you a full-time in, in that job. Mm-hmm. I'd never actually had a proper job before. Yeah. It's, um, it is. I know because that's so crazy. You were like the youngest player ever for the Australian Diamonds, weren't you? <laughs> well, I was, but it's funny because you just do it because you love it and it's sport and you don't actually consider it as your job in a way. And I had all this anxiety about, oh, my God, I've got to commit every morning from, you know, getting up at 5 and leaving the studio at 11. I was like, how am I going to do this? But I bloody love it, and I'm so glad I said yes. Oh, we're oh, we've wrapped. really wrapped about that. The book is called Game On. It's essentially a manual for life, providing the ultimate toolkit for the being the best that you can be because obviously – We t- should have asked your publisher if we could give some away. That would we have been a good idea. That. Well, we'll have you know to what? Look let's into just that. do it. Do you reckon? Let's just do it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to put up five copies that we can give away to people. All right, so let's do that. On, um, we'll put a particular post on Facebook on Wednesday evening. I don't know what. Let's just call it a date. Let's put this episode up next week. Okay. On Wednesday evening, which will be the fifth of October, this podcast will go up, and that mm-hmm. night at 10 p.m. The first five people that tag a friend in to listen to the show can get the book. Should we do that? Awesome. All right. We'll Sounds do that. Good. I'm just decided. That was then. very good. You were just completely talking like on the fly there. So yeah. it was very good. Wednesday the but 5th. I so if you it. listen to the show on the 6th or the f- – well, you can't listen to it on the 4th because it went up today. But I want to re- I want to reward the people that get our show yeah, when straight it comes up out. on Wednesday that are gagging for it, our, our real loyal listeners. Bianca, that is very, very exciting. And generous. Yes. Yeah, oh, no worries at all. That's all right. fine. More That's than happy right. to do that. And it'll be very helpful because, I, like I said to you, without it, it's not taking away from the complexities and the you know all the kinds of thoughts in the book. It's a real kind of clean read. You know, and sometimes you go, oh, how will I ever get through this? It's mm. just, a re- it's got really, it's just light and it's got really good, easy ways to kind of flick through it. Because I'm not a person that can also read 17 chapters at once. Do I'm you know kind what of I like mean? a text, so, I'm, I'm a textbook slash self-help kind of book but person. That's, that's what it's but set then, out like. Yeah, but then also a novel book person. So then sometimes I'm like, oh, CBF, I just want to relax and just chill out and really get addicted to a book. I don't go to the self-helpy kind of information mm. books, but it's good to know that you've kind of been able to do both. Yeah, well, well it, it's yeah, an easy read was, is what I'm trying to say. I was really wanting it to be like that because mm-hmm. I grabbed, I think it was Lorna Jane had a book that was similar. And I, I read that bag yeah. for ages. Yeah, and same. I just would read a few chapters on a plane and then I'd put it away and I'd scribble notes and then I wouldn't look at it for a couple of months and I'd pick it up again kind of when in times of need. And I'm like, that's what I had. That was my vision of the book is that it's like these mentor yes. that whenever you just need to change your mindset or think differently that you could grab hold of it and just read a chapter that was relevant to what you're going through at the time. It's a good size too because um, 
Because it fits in your bag. Fits in your bag. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, let's do a quick um, content, content CEO yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. of what we want to talk about today. Um, I want to talk about the fact that I've realised quite confrontingly that I am very addicted to my phone and scrolling aimlessly to the point where I don't actually feel like I'm in control when it's around me. So I've had to do a few things to kind of get a handle on that. Mm. Um, so it's, I don't know, like you hear it on the, on the news and you read articles of like, our society's addicted to phones and the internet and all this stuff. And you're like, yeah, whatever. I've kind of got that under control. And until you don't. So that's been pretty full on for me to realize. Um, I want to talk about how I have decided to not have sex with people I don't know. I'm not sure how it's going to last, how long it will last. (laughs) Um, but I'm also telling the guys and the reaction that I get is quite surprising. I want to share it. Okay, good one. Um, Bianca, wow. what do you want to <laughs> share? I've got a dilemma with that I need to help with, and this is just around this whole feminist push and, and the ask her more with, you know, the brown metal red carpets and the Academy Awards red carpets. Which and, was last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Which yeah. was last week, and brown it just... Light did my head in right. looking on I know I need to be on board but anyway we can talk about that let's let's, yeah, kick let's it off. crack into that okay so uh, a few things I on Twitter uh, last uh, week I got a tweet from somebody who'd bought 20 copies of our book which is amazing like for the staff at, at so work nice. and, that's awesome oh I was so grateful but in the tweet she said feminist feminist level hashtag expert and then tagged myself and Lee Russell, who I wrote the book with, and then Clementine Ford, who she'd also bought a book from. And I read that tweet and I just felt uncomfortable and I didn't quite understand why. And I thought I need to, should, I need to be proud of this, but I, but I just, for some reason, the social media push on feminism just made me feel all kinds of weird. And then on Monday night, I was watching the Brownlow, and it's always something that I enjoy watching. I enjoy seeing the dresses, and I like to see who's designed them and who, who you know, has outfitted all the girls. And I'm on my phone, on my Twitter, and, and I just see all these people posting, including my business partner, actually, Lee Russell, and they're all saying, ask them more questions. Ask them questions about their careers. Ask them questions about what they're doing, not about being a mum and being at home all the time. You know, ask her more. And I'm like, I get that. But the way and the tone and this polarising, um, yeah, it is, it's a polarising tone on social media that people are phrasing all their tweets. It just, again, made me feel really uncomfortable that why we're saying it in this way and why are we being so aggressive about it. I reckon what's um, also makes you more uncomfortable is the fact that you're uncomfortable about it because yeah. you're told by these people and you're told by things that you read and that you see that, um, I don't know, being being a feminist or being supportive of women has to look or be a certain way. And, and if continues. you don't and if you don't adhere to that or if you're not on board with this tweet or if you couldn't possibly be overjoyed by that feedback that you received on Twitter, Bianca, then in some way mm. that you're less of a feminist or a supporter of, I don't know, equality as somebody else that would write it. That's right. And I'm 100% on board with equality, but I'm 100% on board too in that you earn whatever you get off merit, not because of gender, not because, you know, now females are being pushed more forward in, in the world. It's an interesting one on that point, And I'll ask you both right now to give me a quick answer on this dilemma, this yeah, question. Because yeah, yeah. when we were at a Women in Media event, the question was posed and everybody went around and, and answered the table. Now, we've got an issue with leadership roles amongst women in this country, right? So we can mm-hmm. all agree on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So the way to combat that, obviously going off on the point of you saying that people need to get these kinds of jobs or get to positions from merit, Mm. but there is also the other argument. So i.e. if you aren't good enough for the job, you know, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. But there's also another argument that I suppose until it actually is equal Mm -hmm. and even, it's very difficult for you to actually smash through the glass ceiling because in the end, if we don't have more women there, then it's continuing to be a boys' club. Yeah. So how? So do you think it's fair to then also look at maybe let's say at the end of the day you've got three candidates that could be very similar skill set. Yeah. And then you consider a whole lot of equality kind of discussions on one side, or do you think right to the bone it needs to be the absolute best person for the job? I feel like it needs to be. I agree that it needs to be the best person for the job, but I, I completely agree also with the fact of what you just raised, Stace, that... You've got to pick one. W- yeah, okay. I... <laughs> this is the thing. So whether it's... Let's put this into... So what are, the two, what are the two options? So one is three, just merit and the other one is considering the male-female merit, agenda. Still considering merit, because obviously if you're in the top three, you're not getting the freaking job, you know, the job for free. No one is saying women are getting jobs for nothing. If you're still in the, the top three or the top two, there's a good chance. Say you're a man and a woman on this side, right? And you both got very similar skill sets. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. the company just says, you know what, we really do need to work on our gender equality and our balance here from a business perspective. Or you look at the other side and you go, okay, there's a guy and a girl. We're going to absolutely fight this down to the wire to see who really is the absolute best. I think gender should be taken into account for that instance. So column A. Yes, column A. What do you reckon, Bianca? Um, I think it should just be on merit, whoever's the most qualified best person for the job. How do you is how do you suggest we overcome that though? Then what how do like what's the idea on how we how we then make it more even? Straight up. Well, because I just think just there are females out there that are the best person for the job. Like, and, and yes, I am so grateful for all the trailblazers that's come before us, no doubt, because they've had to fight the way for us to have any opportunities. But I just think that there are women out there who are the best people who will earn those jobs on merit. I don't, can... I, I don't, I don't really agree with that though, because I feel like although yeah, you could, I... you could look at two candidates, a man and a woman, they are completely fucking identical in their, yeah. in their, um, their merit, their makeup, their, their parkour, past work history, but the only difference is one is a dude and one is a female, and because that happened before, a lot of the times. The men get it. Because yes, research kind of shows. A, like yeah. I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago by Jane Caro, and she was talking about, um, I think it was Will Anderson's podcast, and she was talking about when um, uh, kind of resumes come through um, and they are unnamed, so there's no female mm-hmm. or male name. It, the difference from um, an employer choosing uh, the female's um, resume over the male's resume, not knowing what the gender was, but then they did the same experiment whereby it was a male and a female, so it was identifiable whether it was a guy or a girl applying for the job, and how crazily the stats changed, whereby they were still the exact same resume, still the exact same kind of makeup, yet they chose the females less just based on the fact that they were females because obviously it comes into play where if a woman wants to start a family that there may be the potential yeah. that she takes time off work. And I think that that 
I don't know, that, that merit thing, if you're looking at somebody in their mid to late 20s, maybe 30s, that that still is a consideration when you're an employer of somebody and I don't think that the well, merit it, I, conversations I enough. I think it's a lot of the time a subconscious consideration. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think mm-hmm. it is happening less, like you say, Bianca, but I do think that there's so many different patterns and, and subconscious stuff that goes into these selection things that I think column A, which in case you either of you are wondering which I would go for, which I think you would have assumed, <laughs> um, that I would have gone for column A, um, at least then gives you some conscious discussion around it. Whereas yeah. if we don't have that discussion, I just think it's not going to change in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. I think then we're no. looking at 100,000 years. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And I think I'm looking at the person who's deciding this as being completely... Yeah, that's the problem. Non- yeah, that is the problem. Yeah, because yeah, I think in a perfect world, of course. Because that's the thing. If, if, the, 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 if the majority of the people making the decisions are men, which they currently are, then there is maybe that subconscious bias regardless. So and, it's the same as like parliament or people representing us. It needs to be an even spread of what the well, population to start, is. To yes. really begin. But I agree with you. There are plenty of men out there that are not... They're not built like that. They are progressive mm. feminists, whether they call themselves that or not. They are. But I, I don't believe in leadership roles in this country that the majority probably are. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe, and I, yeah. And I just think for me, like for the social media and all of that and what everyone's doing oh, yeah. is great, but let's keep it like positive and solution-based and not just negative and getting stuck into people for yeah, what look, they're doing and wrong. And to, to move on, though, because Philip's gone off, but we didn't cover it on our show at all. The brown low <laughs> um, fashion yeah. stuff. We actually made an announcement at the start of the show that we weren't going to be covering it, if you assume, because we were two girls we were covering it, but there was mm. no big debate against it. We just really have nothing to say. Watch the dresses if you want. Don't watch it if you don't want. That's it. I do. I must That's add it. this though. I agree with the social media bullshit and how everybody tries to kind of, you know, get on a hashtag like whatever. Yeah. Like, but I, I also did really enjoy hearing girls like, um, what was the girl that wore the pink dress? She was a teacher for disability, and then oh, yeah. Nadia, yeah, Brooke, and she looked stunning. But then I, it was mm-hmm. so interesting to hear about her job. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if the red carpet isn't the place, but we probably. I think that's an overriding equality issue is mm-hmm. that we don't hear enough about women as people a lot of the no. time. And Nadia and, you know, like um, Capolino, she's, you know, runs such a big business of her own. And it was interesting. And someone else said, I think um, Scott Pendlebury's girlfriend mm-hmm. said that they um, started a gym, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I did yeah, find I a few of those things really interesting. So as much as I get the hashtag army that can fuck off, yeah. I think a mix of questions is also good. I think a mix. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's more about just the interviewer's research, who you're talking to. You'll you'll be able to find out great information, but you can ask them about the dress. It's not forbidden. Yeah, yeah that yeah, pink that's dress fine. was fucking amazing. My yeah. God, I where don't, can I wear that? I don't think – I think you're right, Bianca. I mean, until we're in a place where it doesn't need to be made a thing or made a hashtag, then – uh, it's kind of like whatever. But, yeah. yeah, it's not a bad thing to be interested in fashion either and then also be a really switched on business person. Yeah, exactly. You can, hand, you can have your cake and have a nibble too. Yeah, guess oh, what? Dude, like, dudes can. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Like, that's the whole point. Like, we, we try to... Yeah. yeah, fuck. All right, let's move on. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Shame on you. <laughs> Jokes. Hit up thinkergirl.com.au. I was joking, seriously. I was down in Melbourne. I was visiting um, family and friends recently. We had a week off. Um, it was like radio survey break pancast. So I mm-hmm. flew down there and that was nice. It was just good to be at home. I caught up with a few mates, went out for some dinners, had like a little girls weekend away for a night um, down the coast. So that was really lovely just to take a bit of time out. You know, because normally if you go for a weekend, it's like rush, 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 rush. Got to fit in freaking everybody. So it was nice just to chill a little bit. But what I did notice, because everybody was still, it was during the week, so everyone was still kind of going about their day um, and going to school and, and uni, you know, my family and stuff and working. Yeah. So there was kind of times in between where it wasn't like, I didn't feel the need to have to make the most of every single moment that I was able to spend with my family. Because I, I feel I usually do suffer from that pressure a little bit where I'm like, I need to pack in everything. So it was kind of nice to be relaxed. And and what I did notice myself doing, maybe because of that, I had my phone in my hand the whole time and I was aimlessly and really unconsciously scrolling, just looking at shit, like on, like on Instagram, on Facebook. I don't even know what the hell I was looking at. I was bored looking at it. And it wasn't even until I, um, I got pulled up by my brother, he's 19, and we're sitting there chatting and I... I don't know, having conversation about, you know, how's uni going or whatever because he's a bit of a closed unit. So it was kind mm. of hard to open up. Anyway, he starts kind of chatting and I did not even realise as he was answering, I must have been looking at him but then semi-looking down at my phone and I was just scrolling on Instagram and he was like, you're not even listening. And he cracked the sheets and walked away and I was like, oh, I'm so – I went and apologised. I said, I'm, so, I'm really sorry about that. And then for the rest of the time – I put my phone upstairs, like in my family bedroom at mum and dad's place because I'm like, I physically can't not have my phone in my hand looking at dumb shit. Mm. I don't trust myself to have Mm. it around because it's, I don't know, I'm I'm just like addicted to thinking, well, I can do both. I can listen to your conversation about how uni's going, but then I can also be seeing what everyone's doing on Instagram. I think a lot of people have now just put their life as both. It's Mm -hmm. really... But at the same time, I must say there's nothing better than hanging with a mate and having that space and not also feeling like you have to hide your phone. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that's what I was trying to describe because yeah. I was so relaxed and I had that time. I, I felt like I didn't yeah. have to because I go away for weekends too and I live also away from family and friends. And it's interesting because I, I felt the same. And then mm. when I was home, I was like, I didn't feel guilty for sometimes getting on my phone because there's been space. And you feel like you kind of have a bit of a lo- a, a balance, I suppose. But yeah. it's a tricky one because you're right. Oh. People have now started to just accept that that is a new life, which is that yeah. you can talk to people and and be on your phone at the same time, which 
you can, um, but it is a very different life experience. The thing that, that I reckon the thing that I found most confronting was that I did not even realise that I was doing it. Yeah. And then when yeah, I realised, I, I was like, oh, my I've, God, I've been doing this the entire time. I've been here. I feel so hypocritical because I'm the same. I get so, so annoyed when I'm somewhere with somebody and they're on their phone and you can hardly have a conversation with them. Yet I pick myself up doing it all the time. Like I'll be in a cafe talking to friends or whatever and I'm on my phone for no apparent reason other than the conversation they might be having is not of high interest to me. So I kind of switch off and the first thing is to grab your phone and start scrolling and it's so meaningless and it's so bad. I'm just, I'm trying myself to be exactly like you, conscious and just put my phone away and, and be in the moment and enjoy mm. people's company because it annoys me when I, other people do it to me and I'm like, Yankee, you do that all the I bloody think, time. I think the couch at home is like, you know, when you're at a house or whatever, I think the dinner table, like I think there needs to be kind of how you, you're not supposed to put your elbows on the dinner table. Rules. I think we need yeah. to mm-hmm. create new rules around this because this is our life and I don't want to fight it because I, mm-hmm. I really like my phone. Yeah. But I yeah. think <laughs> we do need rules and it's good because the kind of group of friends that I hang with actually it's safe to say unless you're telling a story you want to show someone something no one's taking photos everyone's got their phone away Um, like it's actually really quite nice so I think if you actually also hang out with the right people that will be a good um I don't know it rubs off a little bit like you know because there's if someone gets their phone another person gets their phone another person gets their phone and then enter no conversation but it's like it's like anything in life it's a habit because you're so used to having it in your hand you're so like it's always in your hand it's not even in my handbag like it's a habit like (laughs) any other whether it's I don't know like drinking or smoking or whatever it is like it's it's a habit so even when you're in a space where you don't need to be looking at it or need to be touching it or interested in what you're looking at if you're doing that Monday to Friday it's kind of it's hard to switch out of that Saturday to Sunday. Well, funny you talk about rules because with the Aussie netball team, we had a rule. You cannot take your phone to mealtime. So breakfast, lunch and dinner, you can have your phone as much as you like. But as soon as we're all sitting down to the table to eat, no phones. That's good. That's a good rule. girls were getting into this world where, you know, Snapchatting every second of every bloody day and tweeting. And we're like, we never actually get to know each other anymore because we're all stuck in our phones and not actually having conversations. So that was a really good thing we brought into the team and I think made the team that much closer because we actually made an effort with each other. Yeah, I don't sleep with my phone in my room. So like the last, and I do not check my phone generally until I've kind of done yoga, had something to eat in the morning. I do that in the morning too. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not an instant. It's Mm -hmm. not every day. There's no perfection happening here, but but (laughs) that's what I try and do. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? It's just the Thinker Girls laughing at their latest video. Catch it on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Thinker Girls. So I wanted to talk about how... I've come to a place where, I, I mean, I've spoken about on the podcast about doing some self-work around um, sex and, and just looking into that part of my life just as I would have with my career or my childhood or all kinds of different things that I've done, therapy or self, de- I guess, development on. And in terms of like different ways to kind of explore and figure out what you want from someone, it just was never something that I even considered. I'd never even heard of how to do it. Long story short, I've been doing that for the past couple of months in bits and pieces, not as disciplined as I would have liked. It's just time. But what I discovered was is that I will orgasm from a connection. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. We've all learned that on the show. Everybody knows. <laughs> so what comes with that is then putting in place and decisions and putting in place some structures just like you do with your phone or other things for you to protect yourself and support yourself in the best way moving forward 
to get the best results. And I think I, well, I made a decision. It kind of made itself for me that I would no longer have sex with anybody I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I, when I say, how will you ever had sex? It doesn't, I don't think it necessarily, and I'm still working this out, but I don't think necessarily means I need to be in a relationship with someone. Yeah. But I think there needs to be more than just come home, see you later. The one night stand Yeah, thing. pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, and I don't want to look at it or put it as a label, whereas I'm not doing one night stands. I do want to talk about it in a little bit more of a considered thing because it's not that I have anything against one night stands. It's that I actually don't connect sexually with people that I don't know. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself not knowing what to say at the end of the night that I flirted with someone, that there's off obviously an opportunity for us to go home together. Mm-hmm. And I, the very first time I did it when I was out with you the other, <laughs> the week, young mate, and I was like, I, he wants to come back. Can I say he can come back and not sleep Well, with this him? was the way that it went down, Bianca. So it was like the night was kind of wrapping up. We'd had like a big lunch at work. We were on the dance floor for a couple of hours. Feet were getting sore and we were like, all right, yeah. it's time well, yeah, to Chris go. Like, right? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of, my work here is done. Because there was another girl that we were with and I was like finger gunning around the place. Because yeah. I'm like, I've hooked her up. Stace is hooking up with this guy. He seems like a nice <laughs> dude. Impressive. Whatever. Um, I'm ready to smoke bomb. And then anyway, I was like, I'm ready to go, Stace. And then you looked at me and you're like, that guy, he's cute, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, And he's, I wanted to come with cute. you. I was the same. I was spent. I know like, you were. I don't want to stay for the sake of being single anymore either. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not looking for a lucky number here. I, I, You want to go home. I want to come home with you. We live like a block away. I know. You were like, you were like. I, like, I want to come with you. Like, I was <laughs> and, you're, like and you're like, what about old mate? And then I was like, I don't know. You're like, can I, do you reckon I, can he come back? Can he, can I do that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, yes. you actually were a little bit more, um, you had a plan, Stan. You were like, I just think you need to tell him straight up. You said, I, that's all I think you need to do. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So I went and told him and he came back. And So do you remember what you like, what the words I said were? To like, him, I'm not- well, I said to him, I'm going home with Christy. And he was like, I'm coming with you. He was lovely and very, yeah. he was very confident. We were dancing yeah. and we were having a good time. He had terror. Oh, I can't say that. It's can- not nice. <laughs> I was you about can... to say something. His jeans were not great. No, they were bad. <laughs> but that's like, I was like, why did I need to say that? It's so dumb. <laughs> anyway, but, I, but I, I, this is all my consideration, right? So anyway, I said, anyway, I said to him, well, this is my thing. I'm, I've made a decision to not sleep with people I don't know. So yeah, there's a bed there and I'm going home to it. I said, but I will not be having sex with you. And he was like, that's fine. I go, yeah, but I know how this play, this game plays. Mm-hmm. Like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he goes, no, 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 seriously. This is and all look, on the club dance for PS. He tried. He did try. Yeah. But he was really respectful. We had a nice time. He left. That was it. Then I did it again a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and same story. I was just like, I'm not having sex with you. I've, I've made a call. And... I don't know. There's something, and they're coming. It's it's not changing anything. Is my point. So they st- so they still and came back to your place. You still had a good time. Yeah, still- I mean, I mucked it like the guy a couple of weeks ago. We mucked around. We got talking. He stayed over for a long time the next day. So mm-hmm. we were we were having fun, but just kind of got some food, lazing around. Mm-hmm. It was raining. It was really nice. And then I gave my number, not thinking I would hear from him, and I have. You know, and that's interesting because 
I think putting down those structures and those boundaries have been really good for me, even if it isn't so much of me walking away saying it needs to be this rule. Because I think we're to- we tell each other, it's no one night stands, that's it, I'm going home by myself now. Yeah. Why can't mm-hmm. we make up the rules for it ourselves? It doesn't have to be one or the other. I felt mm-hmm. really good about it. Mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of people roll their eyes and it, it is different. My best friend said, it's not weird, it's just different. Like People are going, well, why do you even want them in your bed if you're not having sex? And that's exactly me. If you know me... You know, that's exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. I want them in my bed and not have sex with them until I know them. So it actually makes a lot of sense to me and I don't really know why I hadn't discovered that before. Um, And it also allows me to see who does want to get to know me too. Did you ever feel pressure, not in in like a creepy way or a full-on way, but did you ever feel pressure to want that connection with somebody but then maybe not to go the whole way to actually have sex with them but you felt like you kind of had to? Well, I didn't really know what else existed. Yeah. It's like as a single girl as well, and I'm, I'm sure this happens to relationships, but I think more so when you're single, everyone's you, – there's all these boxes that you have to go in. You mm. know, they're very rarely you feel liberated and you feel all this way, especially if you're working on yourself and you found yourself but being alone and, and that's working for you. But I think we still try really hard to associate with something because we do often feel like we're on the outer a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so mm. you associate with being, well, I'm in that stage or I'm in that phase or I'm doing that. And then we lose the option of shaking all of it up and going, well, actually, no, what do I want for me now? Obviously, it might, it, it may be. And in my case, it is absolutely a relationship. That is what I am going to eventually end up in. But what works for me in that time and, mm. and how can I enjoy my life without thinking like it's on hold until that happens mm. you know like do you think that boys especially because they're very they can say whatever they want they're open they're honest boys can have that conversation with each other whereas girls tend to hold everything in and be a bit more they crisp. do do and don't yeah. speak up for what they want yeah going, this is what this is what the deal is take it or leave it, was it. Funny. see you later yeah and they do they really do really naturally they do that and I, we have to work a little bit harder at it. But I, I promise you, when you say it, and we did this with Claudia Carbon a couple of weeks ago, she brought up that at work she's finding it really hard to say what she wants mm-hmm. all the time. And once you say it, people respect you. Like, they're not go- walking the other way. These guys are coming home. And if getting, anything. You know, like, it, it's different. And, and I think the guy, one of the guys said to me, well, I'm not marrying you. Like, that's not what I want. And it was funny <laughs> because I was like, well, fair call. But then yet we both, found each other at my house I reckon honestly I reckon if anything you know you've put you've put that out there that you're like I'm good I'm ready for a relationship that's what I want right so if you're going out there kind of seeking that and trying to attract that like if you're finding a finding a guy and you're really clear about what you want from the very get-go then that's probably if he wants that same kind of thing whether it's with you or somebody else or just generally to attract in his life too then I think that's probably a really smart move yeah, and it feels like I'm a little bit closer to acting on the things I want to. Mm. I yeah. think, you know, you go and you sleep with people and then you hope for a different outcome. And and that it, it, that's not really true to what was making me feel as good about myself as I could have. Mm. So, and I, you're hanging on this hope, aren't you? That, oh, I wonder bit. what this is going to yeah. turn A little bit, yeah. end up like. Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, and you learn that that's not, good, that's not the way. Well, I learned it's not the way to do it for me. Yeah. You know, lots of people fall into relationships and have sex on the first night. I know heaps of people in them. Like, yeah, that's me. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Billy and Sarah, some of my yeah, best yeah, friends yeah. just got married, you know, yeah. like. There's so many of that scenarios, but that isn't my road, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, I've had fun and, but at the same time, you want to still be able to have fun and explore because you don't, that's why I'm saying it and allowing them to come back to my house because if you shut the door, you don't want to go too black and white. Like 
my kinesiologist was saying to me, you need to lose a bit of the control, obviously, but you do need to be involved. Like, don't step yeah. out. You don't put your hands up and just hope for something to come to you. You've you got to find a balance of letting go a bit, but also still being in the game. And I reckon guys, like the good guys, the ones that you that you want, that you want to attract, uh, I reckon it's almost like that they would re- probably respect that even more. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Totally. Like, and it's that, empowering for you yes, to say it too. Somebody that, actually know what I want. Yes, somebody that knows who they are and knows what they want because, I mean, that's such a generalisation, but, you know, like of guys going, you know, girls, you know, what? let us know what you want. You're so confusing, so convoluted with, with, I don't know, what you put out there. But that's kind of really cool for you to go, look, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I'd like to do. If you're you're up for it, come back, but I'm not fucking you. I've got nothing to lose. I I reckon that's something that, you know, a decent guy would be like, cool. Yeah. Who is this woman? Yeah, well, you can listen to on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can find out pretty quickly if you like. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's an interesting one. I think until you told me to say it, I hadn't said it out loud. And when you say the sentence, it actually makes a lot of sense, and it isn't so scary. Mm. Yeah, yes, so good on you. And yes, yeah. how good a kinesiologist! I oh, love for fuck's sake, <laughs> life saviors. Yeah. Serious, yes. very good. <laughs> Um, Bianca Chatfield, it's it's just always an absolute delight. It's been so lovely catching up with you. Oh, same girls. I just love listening to you and I love what everything that you talk about because I feel like anybody out there can relate to it all. Thanks, oh, Bianca. And, and congrats with everything with everything that, that you've achieved in the time that we spoke to you last. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, you can also check out um, the Ignition Project as well. The Game On book mm-hmm. is out, like we said, um, 8 p.m. Wednesday the 5th of October. Sorry, 10 p.m. Wednesday the 5th of October. If you tag someone in to listen to this show, the first five people will get a Game On book, um, which is very, very generous and very lovely. Absolutely. Um, Bianca yeah. Chatfield, you can find her on Instagram too if you want to check out what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no negative comments, thanks. Yeah, no, fuck no. No, because no, you know, you, I mean, if you for update a face to a name, not a purse. Oh, Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, take it easy, guys. But if you update Instagram, apparently, as we found out last night on the show, um, mm-hmm. there is no thing as negative comments anymore. Well, yeah, right. can't get them on Instagram. Yeah, they ta- they've banned the nasty. There's like a word. filter. Oh, Which we're good. all for. So I've got to update oh, my phone. Yeah. Update that software, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, lovely. If you do want to listen to any of our other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find all of the episodes, almost three years worth of um, of Thinker Girl, the podcast, little gems, really. Um, and a few of you have started clocking back from the beginning, especially those of you that have listened to uh, our Everyday podcast mm-hmm. and didn't know about this little bad boy. And um, we were on holidays last week and everyone's like, holy fuck. It's freaking like years. it's weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks so, worth of your um, listening. If you are feeling like you're on top of the Everyday podcast and you've just started listening to this, go back because they, they go back to what that would mean 2013, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, um, and join us on Facebook and Snapchat at The Thinker Girls. See you till next week. Thanks, Bianca. Bye. Bye. No worries. See you guys. Bye. 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 Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Elizabeth Patty from The White Files. Here's a preview of what's coming up. Why are we still hanging on to like the old school wedding trends that, you know, are just so old and so traditional? Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. 
Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.